Hey friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? Would you be looking for a shortcut to creating consistent content? Yes, consistent content, because you know consistency is key. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone when you feel like you're struggling on what to post or what to write in emails. And we know that you have that product part of your business down. But as you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that to get more people to your products, to buy your products, you need to create great content. Oh, I know. I see. I keep saying content and that's the dreaded C word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy, they can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created a year of content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my tropical co-host, Mina Kunlosita. Hey, Mina. Hola, Jacqueline. That's, Did I say that's my name here? Jacqueline. Yeah. 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 So. We're in Costa Rica, my friends, recording mm-hmm. in our hotel room. So if it sounds like the sound is not the same as it normally they is. We don't have carpet in Costa Rica. I was thinking because of the sand. They probably oh. don't want to vacuum it. Yeah, yeah. And then I think it's just... You know, tropical. Yeah, they don't need the carpet because they don't need insulation. Yeah, it's cool. It's nice and cool in this room. So we are recording this from um, Costa Rica. We're at an event together and we are getting a couple episodes knocked out. And so we are so excited. So I told Mina this morning as she's wearing like her her white outfit with like crochet and linen pants, Mm -hmm. that tropical looks good on you, my friend. Yeah, I'm loving the tropical weather. I think that, you know, when... You know, there's the R&R that we're taking, of course, the rest and relaxation. And this is how I rest and relax is in the sun. And in even the humidity, I don't even mind that. And in the pool, it's definitely not on hikes and things like that. I know some of you are mountain hike people that love the relaxation. That's I'm the opposite of that. Just give um, me a, something to lay down on. Yeah, something to lay down on. <laughs> um, but I feel like since we have been seeing each other more and we are traveling and kind of stimulating our brains, and I wanted to say this to the people in our mastermind as well as the people that, you know, are students, is that it's kind of nice to be able to just sit down, work, and spill some of that inspiration onto our podcast Mm -hmm. too, you know, because we are kind of just evolving our own brains from being in a different environment. Yeah, I think last year our goal was to level up 
our business and in terms of like presence, we're still working on the leveling up because we're building out a web new website and all Mm -hmm. these things, but you'll see that we have new pictures and new podcast art and all those things. Um, this year feels like we're heading to leveling up our minds, our minds. And also I think that I, this is something I, I keep, I know I keep bringing up the mastermind, but I want it to be where people really embrace this change dynamic. It's not comfortable for everybody. Sometimes there's a little bit of resistance of people coming in, people leaving, people, um, you know, changing their teams or um, thinking about their strategy in different ways. And the way that people grow literally is through change. Yeah. And so um, I think that that's been really nice is that Jacqueline and I are deep diving into change this year of, like she said, up-leveling our mindset. But I think it's the way that we're up-leveling that is being in different in um, locations, mm-hmm. seeing each other more, being around different people. Um, yeah, we're definitely mixing, like Mina and I are in multiple masterminds this year together. And we're seeing this happen in our masterminds as well. We're like mixing up who you're around, who's, you're, they say what you're the, you're the, of five people you're close yeah to, you're, you're the, the average of the five people that yeah. you're around so if you think about who you're being surrounded by right now and thinking okay are these people other entrepreneurs right because if we break this down into um even if you think about like personal life and business and what you want to focus on right now mina and i are really leveling up by being around other business owners at the same level as us while our businesses are different we all have this like growth mindset, right? Yeah. We want to yeah. Get there. So that actually brings up a really good segue into something that we heard a lot from our community, our multi-stream machine students, those of you out there that wanted to apply to the mastermind, but you weren't at that $250,000 revenue and above because our mastermind, and if you want to apply, um, there's always a wait list for that. So it's the productbossmastermind.com for businesses making a quarter of a million dollars to multiple millions. Um, but we heard that from all of you that there was this gap, right? And I know we've kind of been talking about this for the last couple of weeks, but there is this gap in needing that support, right? Being around other people mm-hmm. that are going to up-level you, being around experts and coaches, right? Because those are also like those average of five people. And so we're really excited to announce that today the Product Biz Accelerator program is open, that you can you can sign up and join. Now, this is the first round of this that we're doing. It's a five-month program. There are limited spots, my friends. And when we say limited, like, limited spots. And um, this is perfect for those of you who want to scale to your first $100,000 or those of you that want to multiply your revenue to $250,000 because so many of you are like, I want to be your mastermind when I get there, but I'm not there yet. Well, we've created this program for you. And it is five months. It's dedicated to helping you scale. It is. It, you're going to be surrounded by other amazing business owners. We have created this fast track formula, which is going to be video modules. So you're going to have like um, curriculum mm-hmm. to learn by. There is a workbook to go with every part of this curriculum. Um, two times a month, you're going to have live Zoom group hot seat coaching calls with either me or Mina, where we're going to go into deeper strategies with members. You're going to have two times a month, there are going to be live group calls with Q&A calls with the product class team coaches to apply what you're learning and get feedback from experts. There's a private online portal, an exclusive Facebook community, and weekly accountability. So it is just going to be a game changer for a lot of you. Yeah, for sure. Or a few of you, I guess, because there's only a select amount of people that can get in. Right. And I think that we always knew that there was this gap when we intentionally wanted to build something 
I mean, basically trust us that we know what you all need. And, um, and I think that, you know, a lot of it was, okay, what type of education or curriculum can we build? How can we still get them to take action? How can we facilitate a kind of a environment where they're learning at a really fast speed, but taking action as well? And that's kind of how we came up with the workings of this entire program. Yes, it's five months, right? You come in, you go through this program with us and our team and with each other. It's a five-month program. It is not lifetime access, but that's because it's meant to be gone through, right? So if you're ready to scale up, to get growth, to accelerate your business, we created this. And some of you might be thinking, is this for me? Now, we do not have a revenue amount that qualifies you to be in or not. We do, and we did create it for business owners that are, you know, roughly between 20,000 to 239,000 in revenue a year, but we are open to businesses that are just getting started. And a lot of times they see really big results. So when you look at what's inside of this, if you feel like, and listen, all of our programs are meant to be layered. So if you're a multi-stream machine student, or you, you know, have a year of content or our email abandoned cart series or whatever it is, the whole point here is that you are on this trajectory and like this path to whatever you want your business to grow to, like in terms of revenue. And we want to support you in each level along the way. So as you're leveling up, um, we're excited. So if you want to sign up, you actually can sign up now and you go to the productboss.com slash fast track and jump in before the spots run out. Cause we already have a ton of people on the wait list that got early access to this as well. Yeah. All right. So we're going to jump into, so speaking of the accelerator, we created it because we saw so many mistakes happening with product biz owners as they've wanted to grow. A lot of you say you want to get to a hundred thousand. A lot of you want to get to that multi six figure quarter million dollar businesses and beyond. Um, but we see these, these constant mistakes that are coming up. And now there's a lot, we're going to go over four of them today. So the first mistake that we see is when you're all trying to figure out your business, you're not refining, but rather they, they spread out too thin, right? They try and talk to too many people, too many customers. Uh, yeah. I think that in the test and try stage, you do need to talk to a lot of people in order to get those initial sales because you're playing around with ideas. Even if you're a service-based person, right? Just think about a service-based person. They're talking to a lot of people. You usually will take on as many clients as you can. That's just an example. Same with product. Product, you're usually getting whatever customers you can, family, friends, you know, all those things. And then you start to get those sales, but you actually need to go back in and dig a little bit deeper. Now, who is actually your customer that you want? And I think that's what people overlook and where they make the most mistakes is that they, then they think they're serving everybody or they're confused. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of it, right? I think a lot of times, and you may be like, hands up that this is something you've done where, and we talk about some bestseller secrets and our bestseller mm-hmm. secrets challenge, but a lot of times you feel like, well, if I sold more things to more people, right? If I talk to everyone, because you might have this variation of people thinking like, well, I can't just say my customers like a 35 year old woman, because I have 55 year old women and 25 year old men buying this and all these things, right? You may be thinking through and thinking like, No, but so many people buy it. But the thing is, is if you talk to everyone, you're talking to no one. So there's this variation of customers that want to buy from you. And so while there's so many aspects of refining your brand and that we're going to talk about inside the accelerator, um, one of the things that we see is that you're not niched down enough 
to talk to very specific customers. You don't know who you're talking to. So you're talking to everyone instead of instead of having a, a specific person you're speaking to. Yeah. And you usually don't, like I said, start with a specific person. It's what and gets... And test and try, right? And test and try. But in this do. stage in growth. Yeah. Because what gets you somewhere will not get you to the next level. Right. So what will get you past 100,000, that six-figure mark, into multiple six figures is not talking to everybody. Now you're getting to the point where, like Jacqueline said, you really hone in on who am I talking to? How am I niching down um, in the way that what am I becoming known for? And then that is what takes you to the next level because you have to shift up the strategy at that point to to understand how you're attracting people versus um, figuring it out in the masses. Right. You know. right. Yeah. So this is when you start to refine down to scale up. I know it sounds counterintuitive a little bit, but mm-hmm. it works. Okay. So the next mistake that we see is that a lot of people, and we're talking about the growth stage. So if you've ever heard us and you can go back and listen to the podcast episodes where we talk about the proven path to a million dollar business, there's the test and try stage, which mm-hmm. is that kind of like thousand dollars to more or less about five to eight thousand dollars a month. But there's a crossover here. But test and try is when you're testing and trying, right? A lot of people in multi-stream machine are test and try. Um, a lot of you that are kind of just starting up. Now we're talking about growth. So this is that scaling stage. This is when you're really like trying to prove that your business works. You're getting um, consistent months. Mm-hmm. Things are starting to you scale up. Maybe make a profit and paying yourself. Yeah. You're, you know, we want to get you from that five, $8,000 a month to 20,000 a month, or, you know, maybe you're two, $3,000 a month. We want to move your business in terms of revenue. So what we see though, a mistake here is that a lot of you out there on the stage are only focusing on new leads and new customers, and you're not trying to sell more to customers that have already bought from you. Yeah. You know, I think that this is a trap for sure that people are like, I just need more and more customers. You definitely do need to acquire leads as we call it, but like, you know, more eyes, more visibility, more brand awareness, but you also need to go back to your existing customers and get them to rebuy from you mm-hmm. or, and you need to keep nurturing them. And the selling, the sales cycle is actually, um, it's a cycle. It, it, it's, you know, keeps going in a loop versus, uh, you know, with buying versus, you know, they bought from you and, and then they fall off. Right. I mean, think about any brand that you love, right? Like, let's say you buy a pair of like, I have Asics tennis shoes and I buy Asics tennis shoes every time I need new tennis shoes, right? I'll come back. Now, maybe my buying cycle with that company is like a year mm-hmm. or something, depending on when you replace your shoes. Or like Mina and I over here in Costa Rica have bought a whole bunch of Farm Rio. And mm-hmm. that, we, that was our first time. We were fans for yeah. a long time. We joined their list. We're on their text messages. We follow them on Instagram. And then finally, we had a place to go. And we both were like, all right, we're spending all the money at Farm Rio. Mm-hmm. And we bought clothes. Now that we have them, we feel confident in them, we're going to buy again. And we typically see that... um, And we need to be reminded to buy again. Right. So what a lot of you do is you're focusing on social media because you want to get your... You know, so many of us are frustrated with social media because we want the algorithm to work to get us in front of new people and not the people that are currently following us. But have you thought about, like, how easy would it be for Farm Maria to sell to us again? I mean... Super easy. Super easy. Like send out a text message, send us an email. Give us a new sale. I need every single thing. Yeah. I'm on their text. I don't unsubscribe, which is a good example for all of you because we get a lot of text messages from Mm -hmm. them and a lot of emails, but I actually welcome them because I'm like, yes, what's for me? I'm Mm -hmm. like, what's going on sale or what's the new product? Yeah. What's the new collection? I I actually like to see their color combinations and they've been coming out with some blues and red, which I went away from the blues for Mm -hmm. a little bit, but I might come back. 
It's the blue. <laughs> Thank you, Farm Rio. So, and that's a brand that actually I'm start, we're starting to see in a lot of places. So what I want you to see here is that, you know, if you get raving fans, which is what we teach inside of Multistream Machine and customers come and they buy from you, can you sell them more? Because Mina mm. and I, I think we probably both spent about a thousand bucks on our first order with tons of things. We may go back and spend another thousand dollars if they give us enough and we have a place to go with it. So the mistake here is that so many of you are only focused on the lead or customer acquisition and not thinking about the customer retention and the customers buying again. Yeah. Think of them as two legs. You need them both to stand. Yeah. And that is definitely something we're going to work on in the accelerator because those are the two ways to grow, right? It's to get more customers and to sell more to your customers and to sell to them again. Hey friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media? or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? Would you be looking for a shortcut to creating consistent content? Yes, consistent content, because you know consistency is key. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone when you feel like you're struggling on what to post or what to write in emails. And we know that you have that product part of your business down. But as you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that to get more people to your products, to buy your products, you need to create great content. Oh, I know. I see. I keep saying content and that's the dreaded C word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy, they can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created a year of content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. All right. Next mistake, Mina is that, you know, as people are leveling up and they want to get to six figures, multiple six figures, and they start to sell, right? They're selling and they're doing really well. They get stuck being the bottleneck, right? And a lot of times we hear that a lot of you believe you have to do everything. Like there's no one that can do what you do the way that you do it. And then you just get stuck being the bottleneck and you don't, you can't grow and do all the things you want to do. Yeah. It's because you've been doing it. You know, so for example, you've gotten to a certain point and you're the solopreneur wearing all the hats, making all the things, shipping all the things. And I know we talk a little bit about hiring and that's what we're going to be talking about in the accelerator too, is like, who do you start to hire? But I think it's more than that. Like, I think you just, the the reason why you get stuck is because you're used to it and you you have to actually sit down and think about what type of business you want. So for example, when you're thinking about your time that you're spending and the reason why you have a bottleneck is because you've become the person that's maxed out your own capacity. So your capacity is making you overwhelmed because nobody has more than 24 hours in a day. Mm -hmm. So then what do you do with it? So we're going to be really teaching you about, do you do it? Do you delegate it? Do you delete it? You know, what does it look like in your business? What does it look like? Yeah. Do you automate it? Do you outsource it? Mm -hmm. You know, or do you hire against it? And there's different things of removing yourself from the bottleneck and multiplying yourself. It may look in-house. It may look out of house. So that's really what you think about when you think about capacity is if you're creating room, it's not just deleting it and it's not just hiring. 
there's different options here depending on what type of business that you want to grow. Yeah. So I think that mistake is that you just get in your own way of growth. Yeah. We've seen this and, you know, when we created this program, it was based off of other, you know, people we have worked with at these stages where, you know, one, one student was like, I, I'm so stuck in the making and the producing and the quality control and all of that. I don't get to focus on the marketing efforts or the expansion, right? The growth, the sell more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of you might be feeling that way. You might be felt feeling like I have to make and fulfill and I'm not able to market and scale and grow. And some of you, you know, it, it's just, it starts to get stuck in so many ways. So, you know what the interesting thing is though? We had Stacey Tischel who, her expertise is operations. She came into the mastermind. Again, reminder, the mastermind is 250 and above. And she had people raise their hand and what they were more comfortable with. Was it operations or marketing? Nearly everybody said operations. And she made that note that she was like, this is really interesting. Most groups that I talk to actually sway the other way. They say marketing. And it was really interesting because this is the first products people that she was talking to. So whatever it looks like where, you know, I know Jacqueline was saying you want to be in marketing or whatever, but maybe it's the opposite direction. Maybe you want to be more in operations. Mm-hmm. You, know? you want to outsource your marketing. Yeah. Which we know because we've, we've pulled a lot of you in majority introvert, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> but they need to know how to sell. So they need yeah. to build that skill set. But right. I think it's more important during this stage, for example, to really, it's twofold. This is where people get stuck um, because, and this is why it's such a big mistake is because you get to the certain level level and you don't realize how much mindset work it is. Yeah. So like you want to hire or let's say not even hire, you either want to, you want to know what the options are because there's an uncertainty in your growth. So you need to know, okay, I can do delegate, delete, automate, whatever it is. And then I want some help with that, but you can't help yourself with mindset a lot of the times. Yeah. That's what keeps people stuck is they don't realize that other element to it. Yeah. And and exactly how we started off this episode was that mindset portion. You're constantly going to work on this as a human being, but let's just put it back to business at every level and stage of your business. So whether you're making your first thousand dollars, making your first wholesale sale, whether you're making your first hundred thousand, your first million, your first 10 million, like whatever the crazy number is out there that it feels like for you, there's always going to be a mindset portion of this. And so, you know, in the accelerator, there's going to be calls twice a month that are going to have Zoom calls with our coaches that are going to be about operations and Mm -hmm. marketing, right? There's, you're going to get to choose which one you want to go into. And that's because we know, depending on what time or season or where you're at or what you're focusing on, you may need help either in ops, which could be hiring, getting out of your own way. And it could be in marketing, right? Really trying to think through like, how do I be in front of more people? How do I How do I get more eyes? How do I sell more to the people that I've already sold to and that idea? And a lot of it is tied into the role that you play, right? So that's why in our core curriculum of Accelerator, you get immediate access to core curriculum, which is two things, mindset and um, Finance. finance. Because when you need to calm yourself down, how do you do it? You know, you're, you become more aware of your own mind. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a self-awareness and personal development that happens with you being the role of the boss of your business to get you over to a, a hundred thousand or multiple six figures. Mm-hmm. Then there's the finance part of it. You have to know what numbers mean, mm-hmm. even in the most basic level. Yeah. You know, so we're not mathematicians, not even close. Oh, not even, they can't tell that we're not I, mathematicians. We couldn't even, we couldn't even pass. 12th grade math, you know, no, at definitely this point. not anymore. I'm working on third grade. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you just need to know a certain level of how to do things in a business sense. So don't get overwhelmed by this. But I do think that that is when you have numbers to go against and you're like, oh, I have 
a general knowledge of that, a basic knowledge of that, then it helps you grow too, because that's another tied in piece of mindset. But it's finance and mindset that we have in its core curriculum. Right. And understanding like you need to track, right? If you're not tracking your numbers, then you have no way. So we always talk about know your numbers, but you know, especially in Accelerator, as you're growing, it's starting to really think, are you doing bookkeeping? Like, do you have P&Ls to look at? Yeah. Do you understand what a profit and loss statement is? And do what you have money to hire somebody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you paying yourself? right? Like, do you pay yourself as a business? Are you taking a salary or draws? Like really kind of starting to understand this like underlying business part. And I will tell you, we have people making half million dollars, million dollars. So I don't want anyone to feel silly that also don't look at their bookkeeping monthly or have PLs or understand them at all. Right. Cause we grow. I mean, so I would say that's the majority of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's something we know that we need to work on. And so there's that. Okay. Last mistake that we're going to talk about today that we see people make as they're scaling is that they tend to want to launch without a runway. So what does that mean? Launching without a runway? So a couple of things. First, I don't want people to get lost in this word launch Mm. because a lot of times people get, they're like, Ooh, but I've already launched my businesses out there. Right. But launching means various things. It means presenting an offer to the world, right? So you could be launching your collection or bringing out your, even if it's for the holidays or whatever, you know, it doesn't have to be like this, the launch of your existing business or launching your and website product or, drop yeah. or seasonal update or, right. or holiday collection is here. Or, you know, mm-hmm. um, we, we do, um, we got to, again, rock the holiday promotions challenge where we're helping you with Black Friday. So I yeah. remember that time. In my mind, launching is simply front facing. Mm-hmm. That's how you say, you know, you're sharing with the world something you're doing front facing to the consumer. And that in my mind is a launch. Yeah. So a lot of times what we see is you all, you know, create your beautiful, amazing, wonderful products or collections, but how are you marketing your collections or your product or anything? Right. And, and we work with multi-million dollar brands. We work with startup brands, all these different um, types of companies. And the idea here is, is like, are you sending emails? Are your emails focused? Are your emails converting? Are your emails um, seeding what's to come? Mm-hmm. Um, are you doing this on social media as well? Are you creating video content? You know, are you basically the thing is here is the the your imagine your business as an airplane, right? The bigger your runway or the longer your runway, the bigger you can take off you can launch, right? And so are you creating this timeline where you know you're going to come out with a seasonal collection, but you have enough time that the customers are like waiting for it? Like Mina and I, we love Farm Real. Let's just go back to that. And as I was, I keep checking, I keep getting their text messages. Mm -hmm. I have not unsubscribed. I go on and then actually they said their new spring drop was here. So I went to look at it and it was all coming soon. So they even let me know it was coming. And then they said coming soon. And they had the pieces up there, but they didn't allow me to buy it yet. Well, guess what? I kept checking back until I could buy it. So that's an idea of like a a launch of like springs out, letting me see some of it, like wetting your app, wetting the appetite Mm -hmm. and then, um, presenting it and letting them buy. Yeah. This is a big mistake because they, you know, without a runway. Right. So in my mind, it's like, Okay, if you're a gardener and you want to uh, grow something, right? But in uh, what a lot of people do is that they're like, "Oh, I planted the seeds, I watered it. How? Why hasn't something not grown yet?" Okay, now that I watered it, I plucked it, and now I'm never coming back to it. Mm-hmm. But really, if you are a seasoned gardener, you know that you plant the seeds, you nourish, you nurture them, you give them the right sunshine, you perhaps move the potted plant. 
if it gets too much sunshine, whatever it is. And then it blooms. You keep nurturing it. You keep nurturing it. And then the bigger it blooms better because you've seeded and nurtured it because you have the proper runway, the proper seeding. And then it becomes this really beautiful, big bloomed plant. And then what do you do? You let it grow then you prune it. That's the auditing, right? And then you come back to it. So really be thinking about that. Like it doesn't happen in one sort of season. You're cultivating these people to be your customers. We just talked about the pear trees your parents bought. Yeah, right. So, you know, gardening over here now. We've moved on to another analogy that we're really good at. <laughs> Stick with us. It only gets better here. Um, sorry for the echo. But um, Nina was just telling me about her parents buying two pear trees and they know that they planted it, but it's not going to produce fruit for at least two to three seasons. Yeah. So the idea is the same idea for your businesses, right? As you launch, you roll it out, you seed it, you water it, you nurture mm-hmm. it, there will be the tr- it may it may have flowers, it may form fruit, or it may just grow a little bit every year until it finally blooms, blossoms, and produces the fruit you're hoping for. Yeah, they've prepared their plan, right? It's actually Asian pear trees, and we're talking Iowa soil here, so they, it has to survive the winters. And you actually have to have a male and female. You have to have two in order for them to pollinate each other. So you can't just grow one. Right. And so even having that knowledge of, okay, more prepared. My dad ordered the trees, he planted them. We I asked him about it recently, and he said, oh, it's not this year. It'll probably be a couple years from now. And then we'll be living, swimming in Asian pears, which is one <laughs> One of my favorite fruits. So I'm so excited for this tree that's taking a long time. But it's the same for the business. Yeah, right? it really is. It takes a long time. We've seen businesses scale, and we talked about this in the proven past to a million dollar businesses, that you can get there in three years. Yeah. You absolutely can, right? It's like the Asian pear trees. Like in three years, they uh-huh. Mina will be swimming in pears. I sure will. And you know what the other thing too is that at that time when I'm swimming in pear tree or in um, Asian pears, which now they call apple pears, I don't know to be more. I know I wasn't going to call them Asian pears, but you can. I mean, I don't know what else they're called besides apple pears. I saw it at Target, but I also will have, uh, my parents will also get a bunch of bugs. So just to go to show you everything good comes with a little bit of a Thorn in the side, let me tell you. Go look at this plant now. Swimming in pear trees, but now we got bugs. So the thing is, is and then you'll have to figure out what you do next with bugs, right? Yeah. How is the best way to keep the bugs away from the trees? I mean, this is growing a business right here. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, too, is that so what we want for you when you're launching something is that you have an email list that you're growing, that you're nurturing them. You, you're bringing them through no like, and trust. So then when you do launch and you make that offer to the world, that it's really big. And the people that don't buy from you in that round can stick with you and buy from you next time. Yeah. So I, what we're saying to you, if we go back to these apple pears or Asian pears, whatever you want to call it, think about this in your business and think, okay, I'm going to be working on my business, nurturing, doing the research, learning what I need to mm-hmm. learn, like Mina's dad, right? About needing a male and a female tree, for example. And all, and please don't put us on this too. Like who knows? Who knows what we're saying here? But um, the thing is- I mean, quote my dad. Quoting, he knows. Mr. He's doing it. Mr. Kuma. Action with, yeah, with Claire, with Clarity comes from action. He's taking the action. It will become more clear. Right. And he'll learn from his mistakes and he'll figure it out. And he knows that all the things he's doing now will yield fruit sometime from now, right? But he didn't do it without education. He educated himself, right? He did his research. He, um, he's gotten help as he's doing it and he's doing it and he's working on it. And that's what we want you to take away from this is that you're going to continue, whether you've made these mistakes or not, you're going to continue to move forward and take action as you accelerate your business forward. Um, 
and the fruits of your labor will be seen. You're sowing the seeds. I don't know what other, what other yeah. things yeah. I can say here. You're going to get, um, you're going to get as you keep working on your business. Yeah. So that was the final mistake. Do we want to do a quick rundown of the ones we went through? Sure. Um, so mistake number one is you're talking to too many customers. Mistake number two is you're only focusing on new leads, new customers, um, and you're not working on retention and having people come back and buy again. Mistake number three is that you're getting stuck as the bottleneck in your business. You believe you have to do everything yourself and you're not, and you're not delegating, you're not deleting things, you're not automating, you're not outsourcing. And the last one is you're launching new products. You're you're putting stuff out there without the proper runway, the proper time to let customers basically get really excited about it and then buy from you, right? You're just putting it out there and wondering why people aren't buying immediately. And that's because it needs some nurturing. Yep. All right. We'll see you at the next episode. Thanks everybody. And make sure you go check out theproductboss.com slash fast track. If you are like, yes, this accelerator sounds like the perfect thing for me. Um, head over there, grab your spot. If spots are still available by the time you're listening to this. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the product boss podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show. So you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the product boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.